Welcome everyone and today on Monty Meets I have someone who was has been quite a controversial cricketer has gone through some difficult times but always came out on top at the end and it was actually 1998 after 98 his record in test cricket and one day is was phenomenal and uh, he has been a star for Sri Lankan cricket I guess I've given you a clue who this person is he's a spinner let me introduce him to you Wilson, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Monty. It's a pleasure. So, I want to go back to that test match at the Oval, 1998. That was a turnaround moment in your career. What, tell us, you know, what kind of, um, what was the special about that test match? Oh, it's very special because uh, we, we get only one test match in England. So, we have to play well because uh, uh, normally we don't get any, normally we expect to get three test matches because our standards are not good enough. That's what uh, easy viewed or thought at the time. And uh, when you got the 98 one test match, that test match is a very good wicket because it's a high scoring runs. And uh, I got a lot of wickets and we won the test match. That's put, in, put ourselves to get three test matches in England. That is one case. And also my recognition before that, I've taken almost to close to 180 wickets. Still, people didn't recognize much. Uh, but in the after that test match, uh, the recognition went uh, very high. So it's something special for me. And uh, one of the best spells I ever bowled, uh, 16 wickets in uh, oval. So that was the best I bowled ever. Yeah, because after that, you you taken over 600, I think, test wickets and over 400 ODIs. But that was um, a, a sort of, you know, everyone has a, a moment in their career that suddenly ignites and you off you go and, and you start, you know, doing really well. Um, there's something about English conditions because you've got really good friendship with Andrew Flintoff. Uh, you played at Lancashire. He, you even used his bat during a test match in Sri Lanka. Um, tell us more about that. Yeah, because uh, when I, 1998, after the test match, Lancashire gave me a contract to play. So that was something special because playing for a county is something special. Like, you know, now it's IPL. Those days it's about county. County comes number one because to give you more recognition. And I think uh, Lancashire is welcome to me, very well, warm welcome. It was very friendly people, uh, Neil Fairbrother and uh, mainly uh, Andrew Flintoff uh, were very close to me at the time. And also Glenn Chappell to all the cricketers were very fun because it's a different type of cricket because when you play in uh, Sri Lanka and everything, it's so different to other part of the world because you go and play most of the matches rather than less practices. And then uh, every game after that, you have a drink, uh, like you know, a social drink with even opposition, right? So that's the way you meet people, greet people, and something special and driving in the motorways after the match doesn't look like tired. Sometimes you don't feel like tired because that's the way I enjoyed a lot thoroughly in Lancashire. About six seasons I played, but every time I played is half a season because, because of the international commitments. So I really, really enjoyed. Um, I think... Uh, uh, Neil Frabather and uh, also Andrew Fittoff became best mates uh, and uh, still I like, keep in touch with them. Oh, that's good. That's no, that that is. I think that that's one thing about yourself is that you're obviously a very nice person amongst you know all the other cricketers, um, but you are uh, extremely 
you know difficult to for batsmen to detect how to bowl your how how to pick your dusra or your off spinner. Um, how do you how are you able to develop the dusra, which uh, is something not many spinners have developed the art. Yeah, because that was something uh, la I was lacking. And uh, when I started in 1991, I was a big spinner of the ball. Still, I got wickets. But when I went to first time in 1995 against Pakistan, uh, a young boy was bowling. And he was mesmerizing the batsman with Dusra, Saklin Mustak. So, and we played that series. And he took a lot of wickets. I took a lot of wickets without bowling a Dusra, <laughs> only off spin. But still, we won the series in Pakistan, 3-2, uh, 2-1 uh, 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 test series. So, I was very, very amazed. And everyone was talking about his Dusra and how he bowls. And he's young. And uh, then I sat with him after the match and asked him, how do you do? So, he just explained uh, so many ways. And because he wore ball with his finger and uh, flipping a little bit. And it's amazing that uh, uh, every batsman struggle. For me to learn that, it is one inspiration that succulents that series. That's it. I want to learn this. So how to do that, I can be a better bowler. It took me three years. And I, when I started bowling is 98, 99. That season only I started bowling. And it was not turning much. It's going straight. And I do with the wrist. And he did with the finger because um, I try to imitate him. My, uh, um, I'm a people say I'm a spinner, but I'm a wrist spinner. I bowl with the wrist, so I have to change a little bit, adapt it, and see how he bowls and how he thinks. I adapted that, so that uh, uh, still I'll give the credit. Uh, whoever invented is Shaklain Mustak. You have to give. He's a great bowler. Unfortunately, he got knee injuries and he have to go up otherwise he would have been end up with 800 wickets that kind of a bowler he is so um, something some in life sometimes you see others and uh, get impression and try to learn from them and i develop my things according to that yeah look that, that that's what strikes me even now that during that time you're such a probably the best one of the best spinners you and shane warned but you're still willing to you know learn and develop and, and, and bold the deucer, which made you probably, I guess, one of the reasons why you've taken more wickets than Shane Warne. Um, like, how's your, like, sort of relationship been like in Sri Lanka? You know, you're, you're a Tamil, you know, you're a minority, let's be honest. How do people perceive you? Have you changed the, the, the you know, the, the people in, in your country? See, uh, yeah, we are from minority community, but still... I think uh, cricket didn't have the politics because it's all about politics when you come to these races and war and everything because advantage for politicians, so both sides. So uh, that was people want peace, uh, people want to live a normal life. So I think uh, we are, I am from I am from in that uh, category. So uh, for me as a they didn't look at me as a Tamil or Sinhalese or Hindu or Buddhist or anything. They look at it as I'm a Sri Lankan. So whole public throughout every time, difficult times and good times, they were supporting us, fans and everything. So that give the belief that not look at uh, of these uh, uh, separations. But still, it was a difficult period for all Sri Lankans, not only Tamils, everyone. Uh, that 30 year of period of war, was something very, very, very difficult for everyone. And unfortunately, it has ended. And now his peace is back. 
so something we cherish in our life because I was born in 1972 and uh, all my life was involved because it happening because even it is going we are playing cricket enjoying but still back of your mind there is something small destruction so uh, I think public didn't think about me as a race uh, they thought about Sri Lankan so that helped me to uh, get these things done yeah look I, I think you've been a, a huge role model you know for the Tamil community uh, in Sri Lanka and I, and I think also South India um, so if we from your perspective, go and talk about recent months, the things that happened with Yorkshire. Um, what's your views on racism in cricket, diversity issues, inclusivity? Um, do you think, you know, th there's a problem in cricket to actually give opportunity to everyone? Yeah, because uh, see, thing is, uh, as a sport, sport bring unite people. So we should not take as a sport as a racism or religion or this we have to spare the sport or the spirit of the sport so i think if people think about that these problems won't uh, come so we always think it's a it's a sport is there is a especially a cricket is a gentleman's game so we have act like a gentleman and uh, i know you have to compete but still compete inside the boundary outside the boundary it is everything about friendship and how you meet people and how you greet people and how you respect the people and you're playing and don't think about the caste or religion or anything just play like a is a sportsman is a cricketer and don't think about a country so if you if you're going to every player and every administrator think about that i think this uh, kind of problem is a very very minor problems and yourself have you experienced racism any time throughout your career or even after cricket see uh, i don't tolerate racism because uh, when um, uh, i have heard news i heard and people won't say it to your face but you know but still we ignore those things because part and partial of life because uh, people are different some people can very emotional think about their race or religion or anything but the majority of people will come cool like you know they will be like uh, very very calm and they not think about their religion or anything they think about their job and how to, how to live and how to be happy so uh, I come on through but I, I just ignored those uh, comments or whatever I know you, you may able to ignore things because you're like a, a test cricketer and everyone respects you know yourself but cricket as a general do, do you think diversity do you think we have an issue with diversity do you have do you think there's an issue between uh, gender pay gaps um are there other issues regarding you know the development of young children you know coming through the system uh, what are your views yeah because always these things will happen this is a world that uh, everything is not uh, correctly done every there is mistakes people do so i think uh, these are problems are there so then and there you have to solu uh, give solutions for that so then the problems you can't say there is no problem there are a lot of problems but how you handle those problems and how you cope that problems and uh, how the administrators handle the problem so if they can do that it's a life is always ups and downs so you have to be like you know you can't be in the up mood every time even the performance if you see you can't be like everyday perform because then you will be a robot <laughs> not a human being so we all do mistakes mm -hmm. and we have learned from the mistakes 
and we move on because we have to accept the failure. Failure is guaranteed. But how, when you're a failure, when you come and how to be successful, you learn from that and then only you'll be a, a proper sportsman. No, I agree with you. I absolutely uh, sort of agree with you there. Um, let's talk about something more cricket related. You know, there must be a fun story that happened, you know, uh, in a dressing room or something serious on a cricket field that the general public don't know about, but only on Monty Meets you can share. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, when it comes to dressing room, it's fun because uh, I always been a fun person and I want to joke and get a crack because to get rid of the pressure out of it because when you're playing there's a lot of pressure to performance like you know players sometimes go into shell when you go to shell the performance doesn't come out so you have to crack some even uh, it's a nonsense jokes and then uh, keep the happy dressing room laughing not much uh, thinking about the match or thinking about that when you go inside the boundary that is your job to think not from the outside so i make uh, silly silly jokes and uh, you know because uh, especially when i was in lakisha it's uh, like you know fred and uh, everyone thought I was too much talking in the dressing room and they say it's a, it's a pain in the ass I am. So uh, one day he said, Freddie is very big, right? It's just a joke, right? Then one day he picked me up, he's going to say, I'm going to put you in the toilet and flush you. <laughs> so she almost he took me and just went and scared me. So like that. So, so Freddie is very, very good friend. And, uh, you know, we had crocs. So the people think I do talk too much. <laughs> well, I, I love hearing your voice. I love you talking because I am I love listening to, you know, when you when you talk about spin. Um, but also I, w I wanted to maybe talk more about you know, from a spinner's perspective, like who's been your toughest opponent or toughest tour? See, I had, see, it's about all about on the day. Sometimes it's very tough when a batsman comes, can be, even be a great player of spin, but on the day he's on song and I find difficult. So that's, I felt so many times left-handers, I felt very difficult, Brian Lara, Andy Flav, Graham Thorpe, uh, sometimes so. These are the players and uh, Said Anwar, like, you know, all left-handers uh, trouble me a lot rather than right-handers. So, so uh, I felt uh, a little uncomfortable sometimes because there's part and parcel of the game. And uh, I think uh, bowling sometimes on my top, I will try to maximize my performance when I'm not strong, just to minimize, not give runs, just bowl tight and see so that's the way i just take it because every day is not your birthday <laughs> birthdays will come then you do so so it like performing can't perform so you have to you know you have to see so some great players i played against and uh, i just respect them and uh, there are and also one of the players is within the save i was so much struggling against him yeah, he's. I've struggled against him, and I'm sure so many other bowlers, you know, have around the world. Um, was there any moment in in your time where you thought, you know, we're going to not win this game, but you won it out of nowhere, a, a dramatic finish to a game that uh, even now, at the age of 49, still sticks in your memory? Yeah, definitely, because uh, I thought, you know, well, that 16 wickets when I took, 
So that begins. England scored 440 runs in the first innings. We thought we're not going to win this because oh, so Vede Sanat batted at 200 runs in about quick session, and Aravinda got 100. Then we put 100 runs and declared, and we had about one day to pull them out. We never thought we will get them out under uh, uh, 160, 140. Uh, so that was the dramatic game, and that's changed uh, Test cricket of Sri Lanka and and my career as well. Yeah, that seems to be a, a huge turning point in Sri Lankan cricket that um, always seen as the team coming to England and it'll be an easy win. But, you know, that sports like that, it's a big turning moment that allows slightly the smaller nations to stand up, you know, to, to the bigger ones and show them actually we are, are as good as you or even better. Yeah, so that that's one. See, in that tour... When we played the first match when we came and when we played in Cardiff against Glamorgan, we were bowled out twice, <laughs> 54 and 88. And so, so embarrassing. No, nobody would have thought we win the test match, right? Then after that, we went one against Leicester, one against a few other counties. But the start was so disappointing. And because coming that and the ball was swinging and seeming, our guys didn't know what to do. So, because of we played few other county games and got into it, so near, uh, England would have no, never thought we'll win them because since England won against South Africa that series. Before that, they played a uh, four-test match or something and won against us five. So, so they beat the South Africa. So, so not a bad side played against us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know that they that, that kind of shocked shocked the world really, and that was brilliant, brilliant to see Sri Lankan cricket showing how good they are. Um, what about yourself? Like, um, is there, you know, something that, um, you know, over the last few months or during the pandemic, what's been the biggest learning for yourself? And what lessons do you, th do you think we have learned from COVID? See, I always thought, uh, never believed, never, never thought this will happen to the world. So, uh, human's life totally changed. Uh, it will say, uh, we used to say before Christ and after Christ. Now we say before Corona and after Corona. We have to tell that because the Corona period is devastated everyone because especially teenagers, young children can't go out, difficult, can't go to school. They don't. They lost their teenage time. They lost their thing, and we lost some years. Uh, so no, how many years we are going to lose? We don't know. So it's the, it's something very very tough for everyone so this have thought in this world human beings thought they are invisible it's not true we are in under pressure because we are not so the life we have to take it is whatever you do you make yourself happy you never know next day you will live that's kind of a message has come through to because of corona so you enjoy yourself whatever you can fulfill and also make sure that uh, you're not going to disturb anyone or be happy and make sure and do happiness that you bring into people and try to make other people's smile. So these are the qualities you learn from this pandemic. Absolutely. And I think they're really wise words. And, and there is that saying, yeah, after Corona and for Corona, um, and that, you know, brings me back to um, 2004, when you said 20 minutes. It was just difference between 20 minutes, where it's going to be something tragic 
could have happened. Tell us about that moment where you just then obviously drove off to Colombo. Yeah, I, I didn't. I was a shoulder injury, and I operated my shoulder. I didn't go to New Zealand. A team was in New Zealand. Then we have a foundation called Foundation of Goodness. We help people uh, through my manager, Kushil Gunasekara. So on the day, Boxing Day, 26th, every Boxing Day, we give about 100 to 200 children a package of school wares and Sri Lanka unit books, shoes, clothes, and to get, because the poor children, and um, they can't afford it. So we collect and we give 200. So we do in the foundation in goodness in uh, in, in, in Sinigama, close to Gaul. So I was supposed to be with my family. I was just traveling to go, but I got a little delayed, late, because go, because the function should have been 10 o'clock. So I just get for 8 o'clock. So it let those days, three hours take to go. So I told the manager, so I'll be a little bit late. Don't worry, you start the function, I'll be coming. So on the way, when we go, then... Uh, it looks a full moon day that day uh, and uh, normally the river the near the you know, sea it was a little bit high and a little bit darker color like you know brown color because normally it says because full moon days it can happen so we thought okay when i go in there people were shouting and coming outside the uh, they didn't know what is tsunami they said the water has come to the land i was wondering this crazy because uh, how come water can come to the land so far I didn't know about tsunami. So we turned back the car and went went back. And I driven only 45 minutes about something. And went back and switched on the TV and saw the devastation. That if I come 20 minutes earlier, we would have hit. So near that, uh, uh, it, it is unbelievable scenes. It, it never, never, ever you experience in your life. Yeah, I can even just see how you know your mood just changed just just talking about that that must have been horrific scenes and uh you know thankfully you know you're still here you know with us uh, <laughs> it is absolutely honestly um but you still think about the other people you know who suffered during that tough time um what about now you know 2022 you've obviously had a successful coaching period in the ipl uh what is life like see, since you stopped playing cricket uh, see, I was uh, not involved in Sri Lankan cricket at all, and then uh, I was I own my business, look after that, and only IPL. I do uh, for two months period. I involved in cricket sometimes, like you know, Legends League. Sometimes I play here and there for just for fun, and um, that's what. And coaching is something I do mentoring and a uh, little bit of coaching spin. And I did a stint of uh, four years for Ganguly, that uh, 2020 vision for in Bengal for the spinners. So these are some small, small involvements I do keep myself in involved in cricket because rather than moving out. So I think uh, basically uh, that I'm enjoying my life because 25 years, 20 years, 22 years touring every time now with the family. Most of the time, my, my son is getting... Uh, is a teenager and daughter is about 10. So enjoy my life with my family mostly rather than cricket. No, that's good. That's I think since you've been so much, has given so much time to cricket, now is your time obviously to give time back to the family and uh, let's hope maybe your son can become the next Mutama or Lithra and that'll be uh, interesting, that'll be lovely to see. You know, we've we got Tanduka's son there, your son. Is that a possibility for all cricket fans? 
I'm not sure <laughs> because it's very difficult because to fill the shoes of me or Sachin or anybody else, even for Monty yourself, because every cricketer is have different caliber and different things, and there are sons or another cricketer you can't compare them. They haven't been known to, so I think they will be a different people, different type of different kind of different way they will come out. Maybe they they will play for a fun, maybe cricket, maybe they will take it professional. Or we don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it's very few sort of we see the father son you know combination. Um, so, just finally, I'd like to know more about maybe what's your best tip for making the world a better place. See, world a better place is you respect the human beings, and uh, you have to strive for things, but not in expense of other people. So you try to obey the laws and whatever you can. And uh, if you are in difficulties, rather than doing any bad things, just go and ask help. There are people to help. So if you follow these words, at least it, this world will. And also, uh, I would say, uh, love the nature. Nature is going to protect you a lot rather than not destroying. So these are the principles with Leo. I think you can make a world a better place. So are you a climate change campaigner? Do you are you one of them where you'd be thinking I'm a vegetarian, so there's less carbon emissions rather than eating meat? Not really like that, but I don't know the science of it or what changes. But I would say try to. Uh, not to uh, spoil the climate and whatever way we can do, uh, keep it clean and uh, save the energy much as can go for clean energy in your house. Like in Sri Lanka, you can, in my house, I have put uh, solar. So like, you know, try to help to do something like that. Small, small things from our part. Everyone does a little, little part then definitely it will save absolutely no i agree with you it's going to be a collective effort uh to save the planet um from further destruction so i'd like to say just yes yeah, thank you so much for joining me on monty meets and um, i'm sure the people who are listening in any messages for them so before that thank you very much monty because i thoroughly enjoyed your when you played for England opposition, I can remember first time I saw you in North Ends. You were a very small kid when you were in the World Cup, 2019 World Cup, I think. Then you were bowling. Then I told Mike, this kid is going to be special. So, Monty, you have done wonders for uh, England. Uh, thank you for the contribution for World Cricket as well. Thank you very much. Still, you are very much loving cricket and doing these things for people. And for the people, just be positive don't be negative just positive think positive and everything will fall into your place thank you thank you for them kind words and i'm sure everyone would love to you know um li listen to your lovely words thank you so much thank you Monty. yeah